Today is Monday, March 19th, 2018, and this is Radio Wave. everyone and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Mechigoria and in a world where there's so much tragedy and so much evil that takes place it's hard to understand where God's love is and oftentimes it's not understood that the people who have to speak the most about that are the ones who suffer the most and that's the power behind these broadcasts and that's the power behind Radio Wave, in which you will hear a friend of Medjugorje speak about tonight, has come through many years of suffering and many years of difficulty and staying to a path that was not easy to follow. And so tonight, as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. What do you think of yourself listening to this broadcast that we're going to discuss what Our Lady gave yesterday, a message on March 18th, the annual apparition for Mariana, that we so casually discuss. In other words, what will you think 25 years from now when this is all past, in the sense of the phase that the Medjugorje apparitions are in, what will you think? Will you pinch yourself? The normalcy of events when they go past a certain length with our human nature, becomes something of routine. That routine is nothing that causes excitement that it did in the beginning. We are in the midst of 36 years, headed toward 37 years this June, of daily apparitions. And even Mariana, she lost hers. She gets them the second of the month, but she gets this once a year apparition March 18th. She's had many of those through the years. She's come to expect it. It's certainly more exciting for her than it is for Maria, who still sees Our Lady every day. Her routine is so regular with Ivan's and Visca that they don't have that thrill in the sense that the newness or the freshness of something not being there. I say this only because we can't measure following and spreading and propagating all these words and messages and apparitions in the sense that we did in the beginning. All of you who've gone through conversion, who followed Our Lady, don't have the same enthusiasm as you did in the beginning. You do it because you know Our Lady says, I want to see your works. You're active in that sense, but the power behind it 
the newness of everything taking place is gone. But that will come back when this ends. And our lady did talk about ends today in her message. And somewhat of an anonymous message, somewhat of a very beautiful message that we all need to pay attention to and go to prayer to keep our level of intensity to grasp what the moments is that we're living. Because we will regret. We all will have regrets. All the apostles have regret with Jesus of what they did and they didn't do. And how much more so when they had him three years, day and night, and then suddenly he's gone. And then the joy, the resurrection, and then suddenly he's gone. And how much they must long for him. And that's what I says, long for heaven. So today we had words that was given yesterday that we talk about that's coming from heaven for instructions to live through this Christian life to the end of the world. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's March 18th, 2018 Annual Message to Mariana Dear children, my earthly life was simple. I loved and I rejoiced in small things. I loved life, the gift from God, even though pain and sufferings pierced my heart. My children, I had the strength of faith and boundless trust in God's love. All those who have the strength of faith are stronger. Faith makes you live according to what is good, and then the light of God's love always comes at the desired moment. That is the strength which sustains in pain and suffering. My children, pray for the strength of faith. Trust in the Heavenly Father and do not be afraid. Know that not a single creature who belongs to God will be lost but will live forever. Every pain has its end and then life in freedom begins. There where all of my children come where everything is returned. My children, your battle is difficult. It will be even more difficult. But you follow my example. Pray for the strength of faith. Trust in the love of the Heavenly Father. I am with you. I am manifesting myself to you. I am encouraging you. With immeasurable motherly love, I am caressing your souls. Thank you. Our Lady has spoken about pain in the last several messages. Is that a message in and of itself? Why is all of a sudden she start talking about pain? Why does this message have the words in it, do not be afraid? If there's not any reason to be afraid. As we approach and progress in the time and the age of the apparitions and toward their ending, we're also coming to the beginning of the release of the secrets. 
and we know that secrets will be painful. At least we assume that, because it's a correction, and all corrections is a discipline. The purpose of that is to break the power of the devil. And that's painful for those who have to get away from the devil. There's a lot of suffering regarded with that. Our Lady shows us that she wants to walk through us and what we're going to go through, she's going to be caressing us. Why? Because we're going to need to be caressed from heaven. When we say, where are you, God? He's where you put him. Either in your heart or way out there. And working your way back to him is going to take work. Satan is active all over the world. If that's the case, do you think Our Lady's not doing the same thing? Why would she not be doing it? Our Lady is just as active. Each individual in the world is prayed, desired for by heaven, and lusted by hell. If you think in this context, then you can fully more grasp Our Lady's message and what she's doing. That she's active in every trade, every workforce, every creativity that's being designed, whatever it may be. Our Lady is just as active. Because every individual is being sought after. And he told us this August 2nd, 1981, the struggle for people, for human beings. Why? Because their destiny is at an all-time high in competition with heaven and hell against each other. And therefore, Our Lady has an interest to inspire you in your work. Whether you're in a factory making automobiles or the arts, designing clothing, or writing music. It doesn't matter. Satan's inspiring these things, especially music. You don't think Our Lady is? We've witnessed here at Caritas many times Our Lady putting together things for us, works, the writings, and how we do things. She's very active with us because we've disposed ourselves for this purpose. And she has a purpose to bring people to God. Then she'll work through you if you consecrate yourself to her. She's at work. That's why she comes in gray. She has a lot of work to do. I sent a community member, his name was Greg Porto, to, to get a picture of a lady's image in Medjugorje, the one that Yvonne had described to an artist who drew it. This shows what it already looks like. Yvonne himself has said, this still is not a rendition of a lady's beauty, but it's the closest thing out there. So we sent Greg... He had no talent. He's unqualified to do this. He's humble. And he went and took a picture of it. The picture was amazing. It was clear. Our Lady was active in this picture. And I believe mainly because of his humility. And in this picture, you see Our Lady's gray dress. And it shows all the shades of the color of a rainbow. You see it even in her skin and her face, how he drew it. But it doesn't show like that in the picture when you look at it, the original. A lady made the picture come out better than the painting. We've heard songs inspired by a lady by writers and singers who don't even know what they're doing in regards to what they're singing or what they're writing. There's a song we want to play for you. It's amazing. My son Joshua heard it in Texas and sent it. And it's got all the things in it that Our Lady's speaking to you that Our Lady wants us to rediscover who she is, who God is, and what she's come to do with her work in her gray servant clothes. Mm-hmm. 
When the canvas is no longer blank And the colors have all turned gray When the desert that you're in Gets too cold for you to stay When it's hard to tell the night from the day When your hands have lost the love for the trade And the reasons for the work just ain't the same When you put down the money Is the blood worth all the pain? Can't see the sunshine for the rain Living ain't a promise Living ain't a right And no one here is getting out alive So pick up all your pieces Cast the doubt away Rediscover Color in the gray Rediscover All the color In the gray It's hard to tell the day from the night. Where does that come from? Why is these words inspired this way? Because it is hard to tell the day from the night. We live in a time of darkness right now. Everything's so difficult. Everything's such bad news. It's flooding us quicker than we can absorb it. When you can't see the sunshine for the rain, we live in a time that Our Lady has said is a holy time. We live in a time where I said, you have a short time. We live in a time where I says, you must be using this time well. Why? Because something's coming and it's growing and we see the darkness is coming. And as the sign says, no one's going to get out of this alive. So pick up all your pieces. What is Our Lady here for? As the song says, cast the doubt away. How do you get 
Rediscover the color in gray. How do you get in a song where it says the colors have all turned gray? That's what a dress is. It's gray. And it says all the colors have turned gray. And when you look at this painting, that's what you see. When you look at this picture, you see in it all the colors of the rainbow. Then the song changes. Rediscover the colors in the gray. Is that not amazing? This is a prophetic song. After the fact, telling us about the way Our Lady is and dressed. You can see it in the yellow building behind the church, but you don't see the colors like you do in the photograph, but it's there in the painting, yes. How would you write a song like this? Except Our Lady is active in the songwriter and the singer and the style of it. Let me tell you some more about this song. When I got it, Joan brought it down to my office says, you got to listen to this. And she gave me the transcript. I'm sitting in my chair, and I'm facing the window. And the song starts playing. I said, okay, the sound sounds good. And the gray, I didn't know what gray was about. I got into it. I said, wow. And then it gets to this part. At this point. So pick up all the pieces. Cast the doubts away. Cast the doubt away. Sounds like a lady. Everything fits perfect. And then I hear the song say, rediscover, as soon as the word comes out, rediscover, I see a rainbow on the piece of paper arched across from the top left-hand corner to the bottom right-hand corner. And I'm looking at that, and I'm listening to the words, rediscover the color in the gray, rediscover the color in the gray. I couldn't believe it. And I actually hollered as loud as I could to Jones, Joan, come down here, look at this, run down the hall. And she didn't respond, and I screamed louder. Probably the loudest I've ever hollered on third floor. Is that right? What'd you hear? <laughs> That's right. You screamed the loudest you've ever screamed before. And what did you see when you came into my office? You're holding this sheet of paper with the lyrics, and there was a beautiful, full-colored rainbow spread across the page. So I'm saying, where is this coming from? I mean, the, the timing is supernatural. But I'm trying to think of a natural reason. Where, where is this light coming from? So I look up through the window, and I got a picture of the billboard, Winds of Change. And I think, okay, the sunlight's maybe coming through her face, and it's shining this light on there. But that wouldn't do it. And I keep looking at it. And she had given me the C, a CD that I had pulled out of my CD player, and I put that CD in it, and it was sitting straight up in my lap. And the sun moved as it came to these words, shined on the CD, and acted as a prism and made the lights of the rainbow come up on the sheet exactly at the time the word says rediscover. And after it said it, the second course, again, rediscover the color in the gray, rediscover the color in the gray, the rainbow faded away. And that's when I looked down and saw that CD at the right angle, at the right time of the day, to the right place of the window. And I don't even have my chair turned toward the window like that. It was just odd that I did that. I don't, I don't ever do that. But you see, our lady's active. She wants some power in what she's even showing. Hey, this song, I wrote it. I inspired it. I don't know anything of the story of the people that put it together. But I wanted a witness because that's the easy thing. So, yeah, yeah, you saw a rainbow on your <laughs> piece of paper. It don't matter that it came through the prism of the sunshine. The circumstances are supernatural. The timeline was right. Because actually, you were trying to get me to play that earlier, and I wouldn't do it. 
and then the day before. So here's the sun at the right exact moment. It's going to come through that window at the right position, hit that CD. It's a miracle. God uses nature, the natural aspects of nature, but the timing is supernatural. There's no way. It's a miracle just as much as he raised a dead man. To me, it's no less. And the picture that you're talking about of Our Lady, in which you see the colors on her gown, are actually the billboard that spread across that window in your office that you were also facing. All of it. All the circumstances. She said, God wants to speak to you, through men, through nature, and various other ways. And if you don't stop and think that she wants to talk to you, or you don't open yourself to her, she won't talk to you. Now, is this normal? No, it's super normal. It's supernatural. Do we see it often? Yes, we see things like this. And it's bizarre. And it's exciting because Our Lady really is communicating to us. And she wanted me to know that this song has more to it than what you're thinking. And she lines up all these things, timing-wise, moving the chair around, the sun, all the things I already mentioned, that she inspired this song. The words are incredible. Living ain't no promise. Living ain't a right. No one here gets out alive. And then she talks about this. Every pain has its end, and then life of freedom begins where all that my children come, where everything is returned. So return is is paralleling rediscover. Rediscover what? The rainbow. Why? Because people took it from us. Vile people took it from us. The reason God flooded the world with Noah and the ark and all those circumstances that happened biblically, and now they take that covenant sign, and she's saying, rediscover the rainbow. Rediscover the colors, because all the rainbows are in her dress in that work servant gray. They're there. You doubt it? Cast the doubts away, the song says. Cast the doubt away. Rediscover the color in the gray. Rediscover the color in the gray. Why is our lady coming in a gray dress and her face has all these colors in it? It's got yellow. It's got blue. Greenish colors. Gray colors. Silver colors. Why is that? I never heard the Lasalette visionaries say that or St. Catherine say that. We've never seen a painting like that. She's taken aback. She is the covenant. God is making a covenant with us right now. And she is the sign of the rainbow. And she's taking it back from the vileness of who is using it to the purity that she won't even say the word. That we are on a puppet starts with an S about human relations or genders. That's pretty pure. You're in an exciting moment. Are you catching it? Do you see it? Are you letting it pass you by? All three of those categories will cause you to regret. We will regret these things that we're not deeper into it. So listen to these words from yesterday's message. And think of what a friend of Medjugorje just shared with you the story about the rainbow in his office. Our Lady said today, Faith makes you live according to what is good. And then the light of God's love always comes at the desired moment. Faith makes what is good. It's like faith has power to make what is good. 
And then if that happens, if you use faith to do that, God comes at the desired moment, just like the light comes through the window to form the rainbow on your sheet of paper. But my question is, if faith has the power to make what is according to good, then distrust and hopelessness makes you live according to what is bad. Is that true? Well, Lady gave a message and she challenges us, really. She's just jumping on us over and over and over. And then at the end of the message, she says, live my messages and you will see miracles in your everyday life. This in our office, what would you class that as? Well, I would say it was a miracle. It was a miracle. You say, well, you can explain the rainbow colors. Well, a lady was wanting to make a point. She was painting a picture of this. Her body, flesh, has those colors in it in Medjugorje on the painting. An inadequate photographer has no talents, takes a picture. It's beyond any other picture we've seen. It. We got this thing on our trucks. We got it on billboards. We got it everywhere because it's the prettiest picture ever taken of that painting in Medjugorje. And our lady does do this. But it's always hidden in some ways. People can say, oh, well, we can't explain it away. Science would say, well, it's just prisms. Oh, you, you're goofy. You're trying to make something out of nothing. No, you tried to get me to listen to this song for a day, at least a day and a half. And then finally you said something this morning. I said, okay, bring it in. If I waited two minutes, it wouldn't have happened. If I did it two minutes earlier, it wouldn't have happened. Everything is orchestrated. Everything's of God. And you will see what she said in that message I just quoted. You will see miracles in your everyday life. Often we don't stop long enough to see. We see things that we've passed by and then really started reflecting later. And we saw it. But people don't reflect today. There's miracles happen in front of them and they never even notice it. It's not noted. And if you distrust, like you asked in your question, and you don't have faith, you won't see the colors and you won't see any big deal. How many of you out there have been to Medjugorje and looked at that painting? And even on our trucks and, and what we do on the billboard, do you see it? Have you stopped long enough to reflect? You won't see it unless you open yourselves up to reflect. And that reflects into your retina a beauty, and a whole story. Incredible thing. I've often wondered why Our Lady has all these colors in her being and her gray dress that's hidden except for those who want to find it. And those who want to find it have to have faith and a boundless trust. And Our Lady said yesterday, four times, the strength of faith, the strength of faith, the strength of faith, the strength of faith. She's drilling that into you. And then she says, faith makes you live according to what is good. So you can't see it if you're negative and you're distrustful. We trust Our Lady. We believe she'll give miracles. And so faith makes you live according to what is good. And then the light of God's love. What is that? That's the timing. I'm sitting down. I'm listening to the song. I've got my chair back reversed. I'm going to billboards face me. The wind is there. God's love comes at the desired moment. It's a miracle. And it's unfolded in what she's telling. This is what she's looking for. You see what you're missing? Without faith and believing and walking with these messages? Those things, that sitting, that happening, that is the strength which sustains in pain and suffering. It gets through everything in life. 
because it brings you joy. I know there's a God alive. And I know that because I had faith, there was a desired moment God wanted to show me his love. It's no mistake. It's not by chance. It's real. We live real life with Our Lady. I had my life planned out. I had vision, a clarity of life of what I wanted to do, where I was going to go with my business and getting in business. And I can say I loved life. Our Lady said that today. I love life. Why? She says, the gift of God. And what does she add to that? Even though pain and suffering pierced my heart. She said, pierced. Just like Jesus got pierced in his heart. And yet she says, she rejoiced in the small things. She loved that. So I can remember having that and still have that love of life. I was so firm in my direction, nobody could change my path. Nobody would ever convince me, even not my wife. But then I personally met Peace, the Queen of Peace. She asked for me to follow her. She fought me mightily against everything and my determination is what I wanted to do because I wanted to raise money and fund Caritas and propagate through there and still run my business. That's not what she wanted. She wanted me to give it all up. She didn't want money. She didn't want what I was doing with the business. She wanted me to guide the mission that I founded, that she inspired to be founded, rather, is a better way to say it. So she overwhelmed me with her peace, and both tearfully and joyfully, I realigned my own life, all my energies, to her plan. It was disconcerting. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't something that I initially wanted to do, but I felt clearly it was God's will for me, and I'd been praying for that. She did with all my fears, all the pain. And our lady's calling you to do the same thing. Have you really given up everything for her? And if you follow her, you'll find the cause for more love of life and what you'll live, what she'll change you into. Come to you with 
It's amazing how many songs out there. We have to search and dig, yes, pretty hard to find them, but they're there. That says the words of what a lady's messages say. You're asking me to thank you. Is that not what I was saying? In the deepest pain, she says, thank God. It's a gift, because life is a gift. And even though pain and suffering pierced my heart, she still loved life. She still loved the simple things. She rejoiced in this. And my life was simple, she says. The song goes on and says, you're asking me to thank you. Even when the pain is deep, you promise that you'll come and meet us on the road ahead. And no matter what the fear says, you give me a reason to be glad. Now he's doing that. She's here to say, be happy. Be content with what God's done for you. He's made you. And you had a beginning, but you had no end. And you're going to enjoy that pain when it ends. Because that's when the life of freedom starts. And then everything will be returned. Every insult, every suffering, every difficulty. There's a movie out everybody's talking about right now. We don't go to movies, so we won't see it. But it's about Mercy Me, the band. The member of the band whose father abused him, beat him, all kinds of things. He ran away later. His mother left, had a bad, tragic life. He decided he wanted to start a band. And so he got with some other guys. And what he did from that point, he was at his grandmother's house. He told her he was starting a band. He was going to be singing and stuff. And his grandma said, mercy me. And so he went back and told the guys, this is the name of the band. That's what happened. But he wrote the song, I Can Only Imagine. It's the most played Christian song ever. And that song is beautiful. But the song is about his father. Because he was back in town as the story goes, I don't know the details, but basically his father turned to Christ. That's a short version of it. And he couldn't imagine that. And his dad died and he wrote this song about him. Where there's pain, there's good songs. A lot of Christian singers can't sing because they're mimicking the copy and they want to be famous. They're doing this. You have to suffer. You got secular people like Ella and other people that sing and write songs because they're powerful. If you suffer, you can write. If you suffer, you can make songs out of it. And all he wants us to sing. She expects that out of us. That's why when you go to conversion, you start suffering. Because you can express that to other people and what they need to do when they're suffering, when they come to you to seek counsel from the apostles who know the message. Jones and Italy, I write her a little letter, two minutes. To love. It's all over the world. How did I write it in two minutes? Because I didn't have to think something up and say, oh, I want to sit and write a song or a poem or a little snazzy little thing or whatever. It came from my heart. It was easy to write. It's easy for me to write. Why? Because our ladies put me to the wrist mill. And you got to go through that because you're going to be writing a song of life for others to follow. That when you're gone, you can live in their hearts when you leave them behind. And so we have these things. This alive for Our Lady. We've got to go through trials as part of the walk, but everything will be returned. Every abuse that this singer, the man later in Mercy Me, suffered from his father will be returned and rectified. And I would say a million, million times more. Our Lady said, My earthly life was simple. I loved 
and I rejoiced in small things. Here it is, the greatest creature ever in existence, that if we got on a scale, all the angels who fell, all the angels who were in heaven, and all the people that ever will live, on a scale would not outweigh her. She's still sitting on the other side while we're up in the air. The scales, she's such a heavyweight, if you want to put it in those verbiage of who she is. And what did she do? She just lived a simple life. And she rejoiced in small things. She wasn't complicated. And she loved life. Why? Because she worked hard. And she's coming down because she is a worker and the servant's gray. And so we forget about the working man, the people who work, and what, how valuable work is. Harvard did a 40-year study of people and what made them happy. After studying these people for 40 years, the people who were not happy and the people who were happy, they found out they'd learned how to work when they were kids. And they kept a good work ethic. And this is important. We've lost this. We don't even understand what work is today. Work is holy. Work is important. Work has value for your self-esteem. Breakfast on the table But I'm already gone Halfway up this tower I climb each day above this town I'll get home this evening just in time to say goodnight Kiss my little angels and love my wife God, I love this life it's not about the glory, it's not about the fame It's being with my family at the end of the day It's not that I'm so special, just doing what I can That's who I am, I'm a working man Daddy was a working man Like his dad before him They built this town That I'm still proud To say I'm living in Now the preacher, he's my neighbor You know it may not sound like much But man, I got it all Man, I got it all It's not about the glory It's not the end of the day It's not that I'm so special Just doing what I can That's who I am I'm a working man I don't know how long they'll let me keep job I love But till the day they let me go I'll keep showing up 
Cause it's not about the glory It's not about the fame It's you and me The memories that we make along the way It's not that I'm so special Just doing what I can That's who I am Work has to do with everything a man's put on earth for. Adam was ordered to do that. He was ordered to work the soil. We're tied to that. That's our purpose. When we do that, that something happens to us. You might want to put it in terminology as you're worth your salt. People aren't worth their salt today. The work that we used to do and how we used to do it brought gratifications. We don't have that now. And we had a loss of it. And we lost who God is because of it. Your son, Joseph, used to ride bulls and rodeos. And he got injured a couple of times pretty seriously. And I asked him one time, Joseph, why do you do that? And he said something that was pretty profound that I wasn't expecting. He says, well, how else am I supposed to develop courage? I would say that that is a a character trait in all of your kids. And with Our Lady's emphasis today on developing the strength of faith, she says to pray for that, to pray for strength of faith. But is there things that we can be doing that would help us to develop it rather than just praying? Well, courage is part of the Christian walk. Cognition grows that. Our Lady's words to us are showing that to have strength. What does strength mean? Strength, faith, it takes courage to do that. It's said of all those who went in the Colosseums and who were martyred that they felt something that God gave them, a grace. Through the strength of their faith, they were able to have no fear. Edmund Campion was in England, and he became a Catholic, which is a big no-no. You get quartered, and you get gutted, and you get horribly martyred. So he knew he was going to die sometime. They'd searched him all over the place, every place they could. They finally found him when they found him. Of course, that's exactly what happened. And... They asked him before he was going to be martyred, are you scared? And he said, yes. You think you wouldn't be? Yes, I'm scared. But he relayed, I don't remember the exact details, he was able to go through it because he was decisive in that sense in his faith. So it doesn't mean you won't be afraid. It doesn't mean Joseph was on that bull. When you get on a snorting, mean, crazy, demonic, possessed bull, and you've seen these things live. Not, we're not talking about a little country radio. We're talking about PBR stuff. When you get on that thing, you're scared. But you overcome that fear 
and you don't feel like somebody else would be, by the strength of your faith, that gives you courage to stand up to these things. So we don't know what we're going to be facing in the world. We don't know what kind of wild bulls we'll be around or be chased by or what's going to happen. Our lady's saying here, four times strengthen your faith. Why? Because you need to have balanced trust in God because you're going to see things happen that you're going to need a lot of trust and you can only trust in God. And what she says is every pain ends. Remember that. What is this about? This message really speaks of martyrdom. We're going through it. I've been going through it for 30 years. Anybody's following me as you are, you're going through it. And you have the sweetness of the caressing of that love, that moment that lady comes. You'll feel her presence. St. Stephen's did. It is said that the first apparition of the Virgin Mary was while she still was alive. That Stephen saw the Virgin Mary. Isn't that amazing? You say, oh, I don't believe that. Why? There were so many other miracles happening. Jesus resurrecting, all kind of things happening. St. Paul heard Jesus. I believe it. So if you have that faith, you'll have that strength of courage because it comes from the strength of faith. So it's a beautiful thing. And sometimes we have to really go back to Our Lady, what she's saying. And I think the most beautiful part of this message is, is the simple life. I love small things. And it was a gift from God. That's such a positive thing. And then she goes into about this faith. The desired moment comes. Is that when you're going to be martyred and you're going to see, meet Jesus Christ and Our Lady herself? And she's going to be caressing you? We don't know. But we know that there's a life that we're away from, which is the woods, the agrarian life. I got a book I was told about called The Nature Fix. It's fascinating. They scientifically say what nature does, but it's really talking about God. Man always would change things and try to figure it out scientifically and scientifically prove it. There's something happens when you go out into the woods or you go into the mountains or you walk by a stream. It revitalizes. It restores your mind. Jesus left the apostles. He went to the top of the mountains. He went into the woods. I went yesterday, which was Sunday, into the woods for an hour after reading this book. And you feel something that happens to you because there's something connected because we're tied to the soil. We are going back to the grand way of life. It's going to happen. We have to do that to be restored. It's a reset button. Now we use it where we go to our cabins or someplace up in the mountains. But everybody enjoys that. They actually have got this thing called MAPI, which now has three million members. And twice a day they will beep you on your cell phone and they want to know what mood you're in. And what mood you're in, they want to know where you are. What they found out in some of the research, scientifically, that we explain by God's ways, but they always got to try to figure it out, proves something fascinating. That when they're down or depressed or whatever, they're usually inside or they're at work. And the happy moments with friends or going to a football game or something they enjoy those various things that they enjoy get the same mood response. But what they found out, those who are cued, where are you? We're in the woods, we're in the mountains, or walking on a trail, or by a stream, show the happiest mood there is. And so they started looking into this. They're realizing something, nature gives something. They're looking for chemicals in the brain 
not the grace of God. They're looking for something complex, not simple life, like Our Lady said. They're looking, why are they so happy? Our Lady says, I rejoice in small things. Just a bird landing there looking at it. Nature has a fix. It's called FIX. I don't agree with the first chapter because we're getting some new agey stuff, but the stuff that's in there is fascinating. It cures ADD. They got people from the Iraq war suffering from PTSD. They have children from ADD going out and they see the cognition of what the world does for them. It improves their creativity. It enhances the mood. That something happens to you when you go out there. And then we have our lady saying here, December 25th, 1988, go out into creation. Our lady's never said that. And then she says, go out and bless all creation. I went and did that. I blessed the trees. Not as a tree hugger, but as a God hugger. Because where did the tree come from? When nothing was here in the universe, and only God existed, everything was within his being. And when he created the universe, and life, and trees, and birds, it came out of him. It's of God. You're not supposed to worship it as God. You're supposed to worship God because of it. That's where New Age goes and parallels things and confuses people's mind. It's of God. In fact, when I consecrated the pine tree in the field, I said without any thought, spontaneously, for all people who see this tree see God in it. I don't even know why I said it. I know it now. You know it now. Our lady knows it now. She gave a message for the healing of the nation there. Full consecrations and many, many miracles and conversions by that tree. We we will turn to nature. We do it now. We buy our houses up in the mountains or we go up there and rent. We go to the mountains and everybody gets something out of that. There's a power in doing so. Every year our dad would take us Up to the mountains A two-bedroom chalet I was always amazed By the sight Daddy said it was the best view He was right Lift me up onto his shoulder He sang, son, just breathe it in I saw the sunlight casting shadows all around And all the colors you can't see from the ground He sang, how's it look up there? Everything a little more clear Do you feel that mountain air Getting colder Is it like hell by looking out When you're up high looking down Is it what you thought it'd be Son, tell me How's it look up there Broke down the day I lost 
didn't want to say goodbye I took a drive to that old chalet one last time Stood in a row spot with tears in my eyes I said, how's it look up there? It's everything a little more clear All the colors you can't see from the ground. You can see when the sunlight casts the shadows all around. So much speaks to us through nature. And that's where we're disconnected from. In our boardroom in the Tabernacle Relay's messages is a picture of a plowed field. Beautiful lines contoured in the soil. And it really looks like art. I put on that picture a quote from Daniel Webster which says... When tillage begins, the other arts follow. Farmers are therefore the founders of human civilization. Beautiful. Incredible. When I was in landscape and excavation, I remember going to a woman's house. And as I was talking to her, she was listening to every word. And she had like a sparkle in her eyes. She just kept so focused on my face and listening to me. And I often saw that I could dance with words and talking to people about the beauty of landscaping and the beauty of working with the soil. This woman said to me, after going through her yard, your occupation is fascinating. All you say is so beautiful. Then she added, you go to work, you have the beauty at your hands like an artist. Then she says again, Adding to that, it's not so with my son. He's a policeman. All he sees is negative and very bad things. It affects him. She said, your life is positive. We need nature. Because nature came out of the very being of God. Do you want to do the will of God? Do you want to see the will of God? When you walk out into nature, everything is the will of God. 
you're seeing his will. And it is something to that. That's why you need to come here and climb to the cross and walk to the woods. Grotto La Ploie. Spend time in the field or any other place you need to go to, close by where you are, parks. There's something to nature. Our Lady, we can not assume, we can take it factually that her earth life being simple, that she loved and rejoiced in small things. What was the things there at that time? It's an agrarian-based world. Did you know that now, never in human history, never in mankind, have we had more people now living in the city than the rural areas? 65% of the population of the world now live in cities. The cities were made by Cain. We are supposed to be agrarian-based. We are going to return to that. You will not stop it. You can't change it. You can't cell phone it. You can't computer it. You can't correct what is coming. Because the purpose of going back to the soil is correction. You lose nature. And I'm not talking about climate change and all that garbage. I'm talking about when you get away from it. And you don't depend on the rain. And you depend on everything else and technologies to survive by. You forget God. But when you're in nature with God, he's there. Just think about everything. You can go out there and contemplate. I was watching some water yesterday. And there's a trillion ways, literally trillions of ways, for water to flow down a mountain. But God made water smart. Water is genius. Out of trillions of ways that it can flow down that mountain, a log hit it, it goes another way, it goes this way, a rock hit it, it's miranda in all this place. Every particle of water since the beginning of time has one principle in it. Out of trillions of choices, it chooses the least resistance. It will never deviate and has never deviated from that. Contemplate that. Genius. Water is smart, not computers. It will find the least resistant path for miles with no errors. That miracle of physics is of God. And it's a wondrous thing to think about. But we're going back to a grand way of life. And I'm telling you that very clearly. You need to start getting toward that as quickly as possible. Because it's our salvation, and it's the only way to correct man to bring him back to God. Because then he has to have boundless trust to get a boundless harvest. Right now, we don't have to trust God. We can trust our money. Just like the song Grace said earlier, when your hands have lost the love of the trade, how many people are sick of where they work, what the workforce is? Not just a good job anymore. And the reason for the work just ain't the same. When you put down the money, is the blood worth the pain? In other words, the money you made from your job that you're not happy with no more, you put it down, and then you say, is the blood worth the pain? It ain't worth it. There's no value to it. There's, nothing, there's no consolation to it. A grand-based life brings a simple life, a love of the lands, a love of God, a love of neighbor, and you rejoice in small things. And you'll see the gift of life from the animals to the people. It's a very beautiful thing. 
So you're not going to escape this. You need to start planning your future, knowing this is happening and it's coming quicker than you can be ready for it. And there was a time not long ago when the sun did shine and the sower sowed and the rain did rain and the crops did grow. It was a time before machinery, a time before certainty, a time before we bought the lie, a time before the farmer died, when we had trusting hearts and human souls. It was a time not very long ago. Certainty, a time before we bought the light. 
July 25th, 2006, in silence, may the Holy Spirit speak to you. If you go out and you get out in creation, you will hear the voice of God because you'll be sitting in the midst of the will of God. Everything you see perfectly fulfills His will. Get away from everyone you know and go be by yourself in that silence. It was so for Our Lady on December 25th, 1988. At midnight, the time of Jesus' birth, she said, I call you to peace. Live in your heart and all around you so that all will know peace. Peace which does not come from you, but from God. Today I give you my special blessing. Bring it to all creation so that all creation will know peace. Beautiful, beautiful words to act on. Our Lady is the new covenant with man. God's promise that she'll be with us with a new power on earth to caress us to the end of the world. The sign of revelations up in the sky. The new rainbow with all the colors that he's now resetting the earth upon. We wish you a lady we love you. Goodbye.
This ends the Radio Wave Show with a friend of Metrigoria. You can order this show on CD by contacting Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000.